Hello, hello, it's Practical Tactical Tuesday. Here we are in week two of the novella writing process. Now, if you're one of those people who would prefer to speed up and get to the writing already and write your entire novella in a week or a month, instead of the four-ish month as months it's going to take me, go for it. I applaud you. If I was a full-time author, I'd be able to write more stories faster. In other words, I'm not leading a fast and furious writing challenge. This is more of a slow and steady, write well with depth challenge. Why? Because it plays to my strengths and availability. I work full-time, have four young adopted kids at home, maintain a workout schedule, teach children's church, produce this podcast, and like to have time for fun. So my writing time is limited. And when I put pressure on myself to write fast, I get stressed and stuck. I'd rather make a little bit of quality progress every week than churn out words just to say I can write lots fast. Now when I do write, I'm focused. I put my phone away. I hole up in my room. I close out any browsers on my computer that could distract me. I set a timer and I work on my story during that set time. I race against the clock to hit my target for the day. Now the novella writing system I'm sharing with you here in this series is the same system I follow for writing a novel. It's just the condensed version because it doesn't take as long to write a novella as it does to write a novel. Since I'm shooting for 25,000-ish words instead of the 80,000 to 100,000 words that my novels have. Now, last week, we did the foundational market research and sketched our book's cover. Today, we're discussing the exact steps to take in week two, and these steps will take three to five hours to complete. All right, so let's dive in to find out what you need to do this week to make progress on your novella. Greetings, fiction-loving friend! Do you find yourself up late at night reading stories like the Wingfeather Saga, creating your own fantasy world, or dreaming about dragons? Are you bursting with story ideas but are scared to share what you write? Do you wonder if you have what it takes to be a published author? Then welcome to Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, craft captivating stories, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, D.K. Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. Once upon a time, I was a kid with a wild imagination and creative soul, but it wasn't until long after college that I learned how to use my God-given strength of storytelling to write novels and publish them through my own publishing company. Now I want to help you write and publish your novels before you even step foot on a college campus. Adventure awaits, so ignite your imagination, latch onto that dragon swooping overhead, and let the storytelling quest begin. It's time to play in our own fabulous fantasy worlds. All right, all right, I've got my alter ego, Bonnie Jean Schaefer, here with me again this week to share the next steps in our novella writing journey. Hey, it's good to be back, DK. I'll take it from here. Now, in week two, we're going to work on three of the four foundational elements of our story. The plot premise, the purpose premise, and the place. Or you can call it the setting or your world or world building. Whatever you like. I prefer to stick with place because it fits in with the alliteration of what I got going on with the foundational elements. All right, so moving on, step one is figuring out your plot premise. This is a one-sentence description of what happens in your story. It needs to describe who your hero is, the conflict your hero faces, and a hint at the resolution. For instance, the plot premise of the dragon collector is an orphan teenage boy is whisked away to the dragon dimension, where he must collect four dragon stalkers in order to overthrow the evil king and save the people and dragons of Xandador. So your hero, an orphan teenage boy. The conflict, 
He's got to collect some dragons that probably don't want to be collected while fighting against a powerful enemy who is evil and endangering lives. The resolution? Hey, he's got to save some people, save some dragons, and overthrow the king. Hopefully it's going to happen. We'll see. And this week, you have 90 minutes to develop your plot premise. Now, if you're laughing and thinking, 90 minutes? I don't need an hour and a half to write a sentence. I can do that in like two minutes. You probably can write a sentence in two minutes. But will it summarize the essence of your story? This one sentence is harder than it seems. Now, my suggestion is this. Set a timer for 25 minutes and brainstorm your ideas. What's your story about? A boy? A girl? A dragon? A toad? A ghost? Narrowing in on your hero is the first thing you need to decide. We'll develop your hero in depth next week. Right now, just figure out a general description of who your story is about. The next question is to ask, what happens to this hero? Jot down ideas of the challenges this hero will face in your story. Your hero does need some challenges or your story is going to be boring. People don't stick with boring stories. I don't read boring stories. You probably don't either. So think of some things your hero's gonna have to deal with. Then ask yourself, what's at stake? If your hero wins, what happens? If your hero loses, what happens? Why does your hero need to win? What does winning look like? How does your story end? And when your timer goes off, get up from your desk. Take a five-minute break and then come back to it. Do one more 25-minute brainstorming session. Even if you think you've gotten all your ideas out, write more. Challenge yourself to explore what your story is about as far as what happens in your story. And when that timer goes off, take another five-minute break. This time, your brainstorming is done. When you come back to your computer or notebook or whatever you're writing with, set a final 25-minute timer. During this set, you're going to bring those ideas together and summarize them into that one simple sentence that explains what happens, to whom, and what's at stake. You have until the end of this 25 minutes to come up with your plot premise. You can always tweak and edit and revise it later, but your job is to get a working plot premise done within 90 minutes. Now keep in mind, you don't have to do these 25-minute sets back to back to back. You can do them three days in a row, two one day, one the next, or whatever works with your schedule. But do all three sets with no distractions for 25 minutes at a time. And keep writing for the entire 25 minutes, even if you started the set with a brilliant sentence. If you stop with that sentence, you deprive yourself of the chance to come up with something even better. So keep writing. It doesn't have to be good. Nobody's going to see this. Nobody's judging this. Get your ideas out. Write them down. Or you can speak them out if you're more of a talk-to-text kind of person. Just record yourself. Write them out. Do it that way. Whatever it takes to get the ideas out of your head and on to the computer. All right, so after you've completed your 90 minutes of working on your plot premise, it's time to spend 60 minutes working on your purpose premise. Your purpose premise is another simple one-sentence description of what your story is really about. This is also referred to as like the theme of your story or the purpose. It's the reason your story matters. The purpose premise is the lesson your hero will learn as a result of the experiences within the story. It's also the lesson your reader will learn from reading your story. It's not just any random lesson. It's something you believe. It's your conviction 
and your story's job is to prove your conviction is true. Because you believe this, you have something important to share. That means your story matters. No one else can tell this story and prove this premise the way you can. This is why you are not allowed to give up on your story or yourself. This is why you have to do the hard things and put in the effort and push through no matter what anyone else says or what your doubts and fears tell you. You have an important story to tell. So tell it. That starts by being super clear about your story's purpose. All right, so here's a simple formula for you to use. Blank leads to blank. The first blank describes an action your character takes. Unlike your plot premise that describes an external action, this describes an internal action or a motivation. The leads to part of the sentence explains the internal conflict that exists as a result of the action. The final blank describes the resolution or the outcome. Your purpose premise thus needs something your character does, a conflict that occurs because of the action, and a resolution, the consequences of the choices your character made. For instance, you could write a story about how misplaced loyalty leads to destruction, or how trust leads to belonging. If you don't believe that trust leads to belonging, though, you won't be able to write a very convincing or interesting story. So dig deep here. What do you believe in? What is your story really about? All right, so for the dragon collector, we already talked about the plot premise. And so the purpose premise, it's really about sticking to your strengths leads to living your dreams. It's how Javen's got to figure out how to do, how to collect dragons his way and not the way everybody else thinks that he should. But it's sticking to his strengths so that he can live his dreams. That's what the story is really about. All right, so brainstorm your purpose for 25 minutes. Take a five minute break, then brainstorm more ideas for the next 25 minutes. By the end of that hour, you'll have your working purpose premise. The final foundational step you'll take this week on your novella is to describe the place where your story happens. This is otherwise known as your story's setting. If you only have three hours to work on your story this week, use the last 30 minutes of your writing time to describe your world. If you have more time, use it to build out your world. If it's a fantasy world, what makes it fantastic? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What do people wear? How did your world come into existence? What kind of animals are there? What makes your world unique? If it's a historical novella, what was life like during your story's time period? You may need to do some research here to get the details right, but start with just brainstorming what you imagine. If it's a modern day story like the one I'm working on right now, where does it take place? A real city or town or one that is made up, but like a real place? What does it look like? Sound like? Smell like? Even though I'm a terrible artist, one thing I do is sketch out a map of my world as well as specific settings like houses or buildings or towns. Then I'll translate those sketches into words. So this foundational step doesn't have to be spent writing. You can use it to sketch what you see in your mind. All right, there you have it. Three steps to take in three to five hours to build foundational elements of your story. Step one, take 90 minutes to develop the one sentence summary of your story's plot. This is your plot premise or the external action events that happen in your story. Step two, Take 60 minutes to develop the one-sentence summary of what your story is really about. This is your purpose premise, or the internal events that explains why your story matters. Use the formula of blank leads to blank. Step three, take a minimum of 
30 minutes to describe your setting or your world. Describe it in words or sketch it out. Now, world building isn't something you can complete in 30 minutes, especially if it's a fantasy world, but you can use that time to get enough of an idea to be able to start your story. If you need to take more time here, take it. These are the three things I'll be working on this week during my writing practices. We're in this together, my friend. You can do this. You matter. Your story matters. Make the time to write and come share your progress over on the blog. I'd love to cheer you on. Hey, uh, let me interject here, Bonnie. One other connection point is through email. Now, I don't have time to keep up with social media, so the best way to reach out with any questions is by sending an email to dk at authordkdrake.com. And since I'm Bonnie and Bonnie is DK, we can both respond to messages sent to the dk at authordkdrake.com email. And if you think I'm totally ridiculous for having my name persona talk to the real me while the real me is the guest host, you're probably right. But it is fun, and I like having fun. So just please humor me. All right, you have your action plan. Go set that timer and get to writing. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way you can thank me is by leaving a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it help me know what you're thinking, but it will also help others on a quest to write a novel discover the show. After you leave that review, I invite you to click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake Insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.